Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast. I am so happy to have you guys here. As always, I'm excited to be bringing you guys another solo episode. And yeah, hopefully a ton of guest episodes to come. I have been back on my email reaching out persistent game and yeah there's been a lot of fun stuff happening and I'm so excited and I'm feeling some energy shifts shifts as we go into Virgo season and things are just I don't know things are just starting to feel good and right and I'm I'm just I don't know I'm feeling a lot better and hopeful and I don't know all the good things so maybe I was supposed to feel exactly like this to be able to record this episode for you guys because it's a little bit of an intense story and kind of an intense topic and I've wanted to do this episode since January and have um, pushed it off for multiple reasons and been scared to and been scared to speak my truth and felt like um, honestly I would be threatened for it and all of all of these complex things so we are gonna get all into that and what happened in January and some lessons I learned from it um, and some other stuff too and I feel like we'll probably have this conversation before and I hope this helps anyone that has ever experienced um, some negative things in a workplace or has been fired and maybe is being really hard on themselves and needs you know some more self-compassion and Maybe it was a people pleaser and this was a really intense blow for them. So super excited to bring this episode to you guys. Um, As far as any other updates, yeah. Um, If you've been liking the podcast, leave a five-star review and a written review. If you do that, I will send you voice memos complimenting you and telling you you are the most most (laughs) amazing human ever. And yeah, who would not want that? Um, Yeah, and taking more coaching clients if you're interested, covering like a range of topics like spiritual awakening, telling yourself the truth, getting into good relationships, getting a job and a life that feels like a fuck yes for you and kind of all those things. So if you're interested, yeah, send me a DM on Instagram or shoot me an email. Um, I'm definitely in a really funny energy today, but yeah, and there will be new kind of offers and things actually coming forward soon. I've finally gotten some grounding in my life and I feel like things that I've been sitting on for a long time are about to move forward in my business. So really excited about that. Really excited to get into my creative flow and super excited to bring this episode to you guys. So, (laughs) yes, I guess we will go ahead and get into the episode. Um, Yeah, like I said, I've wanted to record this since January. I've kind of talked about it on the podcast, but I think I've been pretty vague um, in most of my episodes up until this point. But um, basically, I'd, I'd gotten this job that was honestly exactly what I wanted and felt like a dream job. Um except for the pay. So to be able to afford to live in Boston, I had to kind of start my coaching business. I had to start making side money and do that kind of on the weekends and when I got off work um, to be able to survive on the the pay being like as low as it was. Um, so yeah, I was really excited and honestly, Boston was never a super great place for me. 
but the job was really um the job was really positive for a long time and that was like the one thing that was making me happy in this whole um scenario (laughs) of things and I guess some things just kind of started to happen where I just I started to get more and more unhappy in Boston and uh just some kind of thing like some energy shifted I guess at work and I just uh, the except for like I guess some of the people I worked with it just it started to just kind of feel like a negative energy for me and I I guess I started to feel a little bit frustrated on this certain project I was working on and I I think I was just kind of seeing more into some of the flaws in research and kind of how research actually works when you are kind of like at the top level or like a high profile researcher and you have a lot of money and grants and funding from the government and the NIH and it just really bummed me out to be honest because I I I felt like I was just seeing a side of this where it didn't seem like people were connected to the purpose and the bigger picture and like the mission of this research or connected to like actual people that had had trauma or people with depression like it was very like in the head and meta and more just like let's get as many papers as possible like do these study protocols correctly or else or like things like that and I I just felt like it, it wasn't really practicing what you preach it didn't feel like if we're doing research on trauma and depression let's embody like a safe loving um accepting environment for everyone it definitely did not feel like that it felt like since it was high profile it was um very competitive and very um like I I feel like people were honestly on edge a lot um and stressed out about things and doing things wrong and I don't think that is the best environment to work on when everyone feels like if they make a single mistake like that could be the end of their job. Um, I think people need to be like encouraged to make mistakes and yeah, just open communication and different things. And I definitely was not perfect. (laughs) And I'll admit that. And if you've listened to this podcast, you will know by now that I went through so many things on top of just COVID in the time that I was in Boston working this job of like my uncle dying and like all of these other things and U-Haul losing my furniture, then my grandma almost dying and like just being miserable in Boston and like getting lice and then having roommate problems. It was just like so many things. Um, And yeah, and I think I struggled to communicate in that type of environment and everything too. So I think over time it, it just kind of started to grow. Um, It just kind of started to, it started to feel more negative at work. And I always like the subject matter. I always love the research. I always love going to the presentations. I loved the studies. I love the brain. I love neuroscience. Like that was always really positive for me. But I think just kind of like the vibe and the energy of some of the people I was working with and just like the energy of the lab was really getting me down. And I, I kind of felt like it wasn't okay for me to be excited. Like people didn't like me being really interested and engaged and excited and asking a lot of questions about research. Um, so I kind of just felt like silenced and I couldn't be myself. And I honestly didn't know how to be. And I felt a little cynical and a little, I guess, frustrated that I felt like there wasn't a level of genuineness and authenticity along with researching trauma and depression and then like not 
upholding um, environment that like speaks to those things and honestly not having a deep care and connection for the actual physical people that had it like it just it seemed very like all I care about is getting papers and grants and that really really bummed me out and the research there is super important it definitely helps a lot of people but I think if you're not able to treat your employees and the people you work with with the same level of like love and respect then um that shit radiates out so that's important too um so yeah I guess that kind of grew on me and I was just feeling a lot less motivated at work because I felt very like shut out I guess from the community at work like I felt like I didn't have any friends I didn't feel well I didn't feel like I belonged I didn't feel welcome I yeah I just didn't feel um I didn't feel good there um and I didn't at all feel like I knew any way to maybe be an essence of myself because I felt like that had been shut down very early and I very much felt like that is too much and I need to be this certain way and like I don't know how to act and I also just feel really bummed about um that this seems to just be about papers and grants and not human beings (laughs) Um, so yeah, that kind of continued and I was more unhappy in Boston and then I, I got called into a meeting and it was supposed to be just our regular typical meeting and it did not turn out to be one of those meetings and the person, the other person that was supposed to be in that meeting just was not there. So I knew something was up. Um, and without like going into too much detail, cause I don't want to like, I'm trying to like tell you guys the story without being um, I guess was still being a little bit vague, <laughs> um, but not because I'm being censored or I'm scared or I'm going to let myself be feel threatened and scared of these people because they made me feel this way. Um, but just, just out of not sharing all the details. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got called into this meeting and basically was told that I broke... Um, that I broke several policies, one of them being the social media policy, and that because I had posted a picture of a pen with the hospital's logo on it, and like some other um, picture, like from a Zoom call my first day on the job, even though I had blocked out people's face, that that had broken their social media policy, and that was a fireable offense, which it does not say anywhere at all. Um, And it was just very obvious for me that like, they had like looked for reasons to fire me and that honestly my boss just wanted to get rid of me because (laughs) he just decided he did not like me at all. Um, And honestly, I I really feel like it had to do with him wanting someone he could manipulate and control. Um, And I saw through the whole veil of this research high profile mess, which I really do plan to be writing an article on because I think This is a pervasive problem in research that is not getting solved because people work these clinical research assistant, clinical research coordinator jobs for two years. So it never gets solved. And it's the fact that, especially if you are a expert in the field, a high profile person, a person of power um, with some big name attached to you that you can use the tactic of work these hours unpaid, do these things, do these other things, 
act this certain way. And like, if not, you won't be getting a letter of recommendation. And that is a big thing that can be used over people's shoulders. And a lot of times these jobs are people that are right out of college. Um, So it's people that are really easily manipulated and are told just this is how it is. You just allow yourself to be manipulated and treated this way if you want to get a PhD, which is beyond fucked up in my opinion. And I very much felt that way. I could see through that bullshit and I was like, I'm not being manipulated. (laughs) I've done too much work on myself and my own personal power and who I am as a human to be manipulated like this and soon I very soon did not care about a letter of recommendation and was not going to be manipulated for two years. Um, And I had kind of planned to leave in May, but (laughs) universe sped up the timeline. So there was that. And then they said I had violated conflict of commitment. So I was being fired because I had to work other jobs to afford to live in Boston because they paid us so terribly. So they didn't like that. So they said I was doing too many things outside of work, even though that's how I could eat food. Um, So that was their other reason. Um, And honestly, there were just a ton of personal attacks that also happened during um, this exchange. I still have a piece of paper that has the the logo of this institution um, and me being trashed for four to five pages on things that very little have to do with my work conduct and are kind of personal attacks, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I knew this would get me fired up, but it definitely is. One of them saying that my content on Instagram is not acceptable for women who have experienced trauma, which is hilarious because that's um, why my Instagram was even started to spread positivity and help people healing um, and growing and healing through trauma. So clearly he doesn't know what he's talking about, but I don't know. Other personal attacks, like you went outside one time during work hours on my lunch break <laughs> and that's not allowed. You're not allowed to yawn in meetings because apparently I yawned once. Um, and just basically saying I was a horrible employee and pretty much in this thing saying that everyone hated me, um, telling me I should be an influencer and like all of these other personal attacks. And when I tried to defend myself, it was spun back around on me. I was pretty much gaslighted for an hour as I was being fired and told that I was a terrible person and everyone hated me. And no, I didn't believe the part about me being a terrible person, but I believed the part about everyone betraying me and hating me at my work for a long time until I reached out to a specific person, which was really fucking hard. And I I felt I felt immense grief from all of this and betrayed and like I got out of like a toxic relationship with a workplace and it was just so outrageous and over the top that I was like there's there's no way to even make sense of this the reality that this man is living in that I have done all of these things like I can't even understand it because that's not even true and any normal boss or employee would have given me a chance to talk through my work performance or give me a heads up on the social media policy um, or conflict of commitment policy. Um, And that was not um, at all given to me. So 
I, and I, how do I say this? I guess in the moment I didn't like cry and like I, I had this feeling as soon as this all happened, how outrageous and kind of crazy it was. I was like, this is so over the top. Like, I'm not going to be able to make sense of this. I just have to like grieve this and let go of it even though it's so crazy and sudden and like trust that this was meant to be and the universe is pushing you out of Boston and pushing you out of this job because you you wanted out anyway and the timeline was sped up and originally I was like I can get unemployment and this will be okay and um yeah all of those things and for like weeks after I was like harassed by someone in HR that they were going to try and file like a cease and desist for the podcast and like all of these other things and honestly there have been like a lot of lasting effects of that and I, I feel like finally I'm feeling like in a good place to be empowered and say like fuck all of that shit and to be real and genuine and authentic on my Instagram again because I have been so frightened for so long and limited myself still as a result of this experience after being psychologically manipulated and gaslit and um, kind of emotionally abused, to be honest. And yeah, I also, this employer blocked me from getting unemployment from all of this. So I originally thought that this would not be at like financially I guess is bad like I would be in an okay position and be able to look for jobs and have unemployment and it took like 20 weeks for a decision so I banked on having this did not have it Um, and that started a whole other experience of grief and anger and loss at like kind of my past employer and some other things of holy shit I have no money none (laughs) savings account drained credit card thousands of dollars eight thousand dollars maxed out and I have to start over and rebuild and I'm fucking scared I'm terrified I don't know what to do and that was such a intense process for me to experience in the spring so intense for me to to go through that and experience that and like let go of all all essence of safety that I had held there and just be like every like this deep learning of like everything can be stripped at you at any moment your job all of your money it can all be taken away and it was such a crazy I even felt in it like this I'm learning something from this but it was such a crazy and hard thing to go through and so anxiety provoking of like what in the fuck do I do now and I never thought I would ever come back to the Outer Banks. Never, never, never. And I never would have unless that happened, which is is so interesting. Because um, I think something else I want to, after just telling my story and um, speaking up about toxic work environments, and I definitely, if you're in one of those, please reach out to me. I would love to talk about it. Or if you've had like a getting fired experience similar to this, or if you are working in research and this is something you're experiencing, I would love to hear your story. I know a few other people and I've been collecting stories of this similar type of manipulation being used specifically in research for clinical research assistants. Um, So please reach out to me. But yeah, something else I just want to get across too is like, 
in in life there are these really extreme crazy moments where you get fired or you get whatever you get broken up with and like they're you're they're just not going to make sense and you can't you shouldn't waste time trying to make sense of them because the person who is doing the thing like you may never understand their reality it may be based completely in projection and all of this like um gaslighting and like all this their reality is based on like what they've told themselves which is maybe a lie like who knows so like just not trying to force understanding it and also that in those moments that are so extreme like they are such a I feel like such a sign from the universe of like this needed to go and when things and doors start closing in a place it's time for you to get out like when crazy things like this happen it is like you weren't moving fast enough to get away from this thing that you know is toxic for you so I'm gonna slam the fucking door in your face honey (laughs) and that's that is what the universe what spirit does and clearly what spirit did to me and I think through that and just being fired in these moments like the this and I want this episode to mainly be about kind of being fired and how to like destigmatize that and like work through that if this is something you've experienced but just that these big rock bottom moments like give us so much opportunity in life and that they they push us in two directions of like our highest evolution and change like from this experience I've I've tried to go back into research again those doors have also been slammed in my face like it has been such a big evolution process and yeah just going places and exploring things I didn't expect to because this time and this door slamming in my face showed me um, that maybe a career in research isn't right for me and like it doesn't actually fit the creative and like dynamic person I am and I felt really unfulfilled in that and that I wasn't living living my full skills or my full potential and it also emphasized like wanting to be an entrepreneur for me and wanting more flexibility in my work which we're also <laughs> later in the episode going to talk more about being fired and wanting to be an entrepreneur and having problems um, in that regard because I, I have a lot to say there too. And that's something that helped me a lot is listening to the podcast that emphasized emphasized <laughs> that point as well. But we're going to talk about that later. Um, but yeah, I totally changed directions in career and going things for things that are more creative, leaving the academia and research world, going into the startup space and just it pushed me in a direction of of change and growth and something that's felt scary that honestly if I would have just stayed in that job until May I would have gone straight into another research job and probably not been in like highest alignment or been the most fulfilled and I would have encountered probably similar issues probably not as extreme (laughs) but some similar issues and that getting fired it you know it got me out of Boston which needed to happen um it got me out of academia and research you know for now until I can redo this whole system that's built off of uh abuse and um it it allowed me to come home something that I never thought that I would do and that has given me a lot of healing around this place in general and around my family and I've I've met people that I never expected to meet here. 
and had this experience that I never expected to have and like I I really feel like I was like guided home for a reason and all of this too and yeah it's just really crazy because one huge slamming door experience is often what leads to our first awakening or more awakenings or more ego deaths and all of these things that need to shift and involve like I guess for me in my in terms of my career in terms of like I feel like the universe is like you've really got to transform your relationship to money girl so we're gonna take it all away and you're gonna have to learn to be better with your money and to undo all of these scarcity mindset beliefs we're gonna put you in the most scarcity of your life and you're gonna have to learn and it also it challenged me around love I've been so challenged around love and relationship this past year from being fired I feel and having the space to explore that so yeah I just want to say these moments like getting fired or breakups or any of these moments are invitations within um and the beauty of falling apart like my other episode title but the other thing let me see I'll talk about the entrepreneur thing first the other thing I want to say is I listen to a lot of episodes or a few like three episodes from people about being fired and yeah just to kind of like listen to something because I feel like whenever I'm going through something I want to listen to a podcast about it because it helps me it just it helps me (laughs) it helps me and that's why I created this podcast but I think in general if you're kind of like getting fired and you realize these problems in workplaces and you're maybe having some issues with authority and not being around people that you don't believe are good leaders and workplace dynamics that are not um, super functional and communicating well. I I think it's going to be a common theme and a common thing that shows up in your life. And I, I heard from a ton of people that are now entrepreneurs about getting fired from places. And I feel like sometimes it's that huge, bolder, life-changing moment. And sometimes it's, hey, girl, you're supposed to start your own business and you're scared and you're running away from this. Like, listen to me, universe. And I very much feel like it has been that for me too. But like, it's it's okay to want a different type of work environment. It's okay to want to be remote. It's okay to not want to work for someone it's okay to want to start your own company it's okay to not love being a um, a team member but love being a leader and like all of this is learning and guidance that you get from working places that you get from being fired so if you've been fired or have been fired or could be fired in the future and just take note of that and take note of like maybe some of the signs that you felt before of like oh maybe I don't want to work in a company I want to have my own business and to just know that that's completely okay and it's okay if you being a leader like that triggers people and people don't like you and that's why you get fired like this is just all guidance and knowing and it's all it's all okay and I think that kind of brings me to my last point of and saying it's all okay, kind of bringing me to self-compassion, because I think this was a big, 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 big difference for me in this situation compared 
to past versions of myself and I still struggled with this of if you're a people pleaser or perfectionistic or just people in general like being fired as the episode title says being fired has a stigma being fired the assumption is you did something wrong it's never you were in a toxic work environment or maybe you're not supposed to be in this type of work environment or like there was something faulty with the company or in capitalism workers are um expendable and um exposable disposable (laughs) what is that word um disposable disposable yeah (laughs) sorry disposable so you can kind of just be fired but what I'm trying to say is the assumption that you're fired it's your fault what did you do wrong and I think like a past version of myself would very very much go there and I think there's a need to like look at the situation and accept responsibility for maybe whatever your part was but a lot of times too it's it's not your fault it is not your fault and it doesn't need to be like I was fired what did I do wrong like sometimes you didn't do anything wrong it was just a shitty situation it was just a toxic work environment it was just a fucking crazy person and you didn't do anything wrong and I think that was such a big learning for me with this of a past Madeline would have gone into such a shame spiral and hated herself and been so mad and felt like such a failure and I still felt felt and dealt with those feelings to a degree and finally now feel like I'm in a good place with it of I got fired if you want to shit on me shit on me I do not care but it took a while to get here it took a while for me to tell my family um also just because I didn't want like added anxiety but it took me a while to tell my family and honestly some of my family members really did not take it in a cool way and were super blaming of me and super mean and it gave me insight onto why I was the person that I that I was such a perfectionistic people-pleasing person because I thought I had to be that way to be worthy of love and that gave me so much insight when I made one quote mistake and I was like a failure in the eyes of some of my family members I was like life is so interesting isn't it how people project their own things onto you so yeah I just really want to emphasize that if you're going through this experience like self-compassion is so key and you one you, you don't have to tell anyone you've been fired but two you do not at all need to be ashamed of being fired it happens to almost everyone and a lot of the times it's not your fault. It's simply not your fault and especially if you've been a perfectionistic or people-pleasing person in the past or still that. It's going to be hard to accept that but that's the truth. A lot of times it's not your fault and you just need to give yourself self-compassion um, like I did or like I tried to and like I feel like I am now that I'm in a really good place with all of this and I think too just getting that position in research at this certain institution made me feel a certain way about myself <laughs> and I feel like my ego is so so broken down and I learned so much about humility in this whole process like so so much so I think that was really important to learn too of 
you know, everything can be taken from you and like you can't control things and you have to like live life knowing that fact and just kind of surrender to the magic and the madness that is that is life and yeah if you've been fired be kind to yourself because um it's not always your fault even if people make it out to be and you do not need to shame yourself I feel like there's so much more to say but I I don't even know beyond just I really am glad I'm finally doing this episode like I said in the beginning I have been holding back on my content. I've been holding back on talking about this and just different things because I've been so scared to be threatened again in this way about my Instagram or to be kind of followed and like shamed for being who I am, not get a job for just being genuinely my authentic expression. And yeah, I just don't... I don't want to live like that anymore, so I'm not, and even though I'm scared, and part of me is scared of, maybe I'll never get a job again, like all of those things, um, I feel more free now, and it feels really good to be like, if I can't be fully myself there, I don't want it, (laughs) I don't want it, and uh, either next week or the following, I'm going to have an episode out on um, kind of the state of the world, and speak my truth on that because I've been holding in a lot on that as well and I have a lot of things to say um and I've yeah I've been holding my truth back on that because it's been so polarizing and this situation and like no it's it's liberation and there's no one-way liberation I speak my truth you are liberated in some way so I'm gonna keep on keeping on with that and it's almost my birthday soon so wish me happy birthday Venmo me whatever whatever you're feeling but I love you guys so much and thank you so much for being a safe space to share my stories and I hope this really helps someone out there and seriously please reach out to me if you've been fired and you want to talk about anything Um, I know how hard that can be and I hope you're showing yourself so much self-compassion and self-love and ice creams and hugs and baths and all the things and sex in the city. (laughs) That's my recipe. But I love you guys so much and hope you enjoy the rest of your night or day.